When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, it's hour number three, Bart and Han. It's Alan Han, little Han Solo today on a Friday. And so you know what time of the show it is. But Bart's not here to do his usual, like, you know, like this is what he does. He does the power hour like Rex Ryan loves it. I love the power (laughs) hour hour. And then we, of course, had Jacob Perry, one of our producers. He did it. It's the power hour, 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 hour. There you go. Okay. And then Amani Toomer put his own spin on it. Now it's time for the power hour. <laughs> There's all kinds of ways that you can do this, but now it's well. It, now it, it's Tom Bowers' time, and Tom, I, 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 no pressure, but I'm just saying that if Jacob can bring it the way he brought it, just understand, as you know, we record everything; it will last forever. So before we get to calls and we get the callers' opportunity to do it, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Tom, it is your time. So it is hour number three. It is Barton Hahn. What's that mean? It's the power hour, 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 hour. How was that? That was something. That uh, Dino is is he okay? Because he sounded like he was definitely being and, like spanked or something while this was happening. Yeah, I'll say enth- thank you, sir. May I have another enthusiasm? We give him top grade. Oh, oh, a hundred for the enthusiasm. That's yeah. what I was going for. Pitch, yeah. pitch. I'm not so sure about pitch. <laughs> I, I would. I, I'm gonna not lie. I genuinely feared that my voice would crack when I was doing that. Well, uh, mission it, accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> like that definitely sounded like Ray had a paddle. Uh, 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 I did not. I'm just saying somebody had a paddle. Might have sounded like Bart earlier. Thank you. (laughs) But the effort was definitely there, and that now will stay on the page and live forever. Well, it's everybody else's opportunity now at 800-919-3776. So, uh, Victor in Connecticut, it's hour number three. It's Bart and Han. Victor, what's that mean? It's a power hour. Let's see that. I love that, Victor. Great job. That's what we're bringing. A little growl to it. You also give that. You give some longevity to it. And I think the. I, th- I think he did it. Now, this other thing that Tom was able to accomplish here, Ray, is not only uh, was the enthusiasm there, but he also like the, like you know he he gave us about he gave us like a, a quarter mile, right? Yeah, there was some good length. You know what I mean? A little bit of length there. Strong on the length. Right. Weak on right. the pitch. <laughs> it really did sound like you were being spanked. Like you, you you were yelled at. And so it was like, no, that wasn't loud enough. Do it again! You know? Yeah, we got it on the page for you if you want to uh, play that back for the people. I don't know if I want to. I'm not sure. 
I don't want to. <laughs> I want to play it back for Bart, though. That has to be done. All right. So, yes, Power Hour, Tan Solo with you, 800-919-3776. And we'll return to the calls. It's been heavy Knicks today. as it should. Last night was a special night at the Garden. And it's been a run for the Knicks here. That's nine straight wins. I'm losing track, but I think it's 15-2 and two now since the trade. Uh, and even last night, they were heavily shorthanded against the Pacers. Now, the Pacers, I should point out, they were playing with Tyrese Halliburton, their all-star, but he didn't finish the game again. This is the second time now we saw this where he played about 20-something minutes and then he never returned to the game. He didn't play great. He was pretty good, but he wasn't great. Now, he's got a hamstring that he's dealing with. It's interesting, though, that they're playing him as they're, I guess, in a minute's restriction. Remember, that story with him is he he has to qualify for postseason awards. 65 games now is the new rule. And you have to play 20 minutes or more in those 65 games to count. So it's not like you can have a guy like go out for the opening tip and then first, first time out to take him out and he doesn't come back. Can't do that. You got to play like 20 minutes. So what? why does this matter to Tyrese Halliburton? Well, because he's probably going to be an all-NBA selection. He's that good this year. And with that in mind, it's the last year of his rookie deal. And so if he is an all-NBA player on his rookie contract in any of the seasons, and this is the last season of it, he has he becomes a eligible for a Supermax extension. Now, he's already signed an extension with the Pacers, but because of this award, that extension would go from two, $200 million, which, yes, I know, that's already a lot. It would then ramp up to $240 million just for one year, just for one thing. So it does matter to him. So getting in the game and playing matters, but what I didn't understand is it's weird that you play, but yet it's a close game in the fourth quarter and the best player just sits on the bench because he can't play. That would be a little frustrating on many levels. But the Knicks were also without key players, including, of course, Julius Randle, again without OG Ananobi, without Quentin Grimes, and Tom Thibodeau played basically seven players. And these guys played hard, and they played tough, and they won the game. And with the trade deadline coming up next week, we're speculating all kinds of different things. And with LeBron James coming into the garden tomorrow night to take on this nine nine games in a row streaking Jalen Brunson and the Knicks team, we've all kind of wondered, you know, the Lakers are struggling. They're, they're at 500. They've been bad since they won the in-season tournament. LeBron's been frustrated. He put out a tweet with an hourglass and all that stuff. And what does that mean? Maybe he wants out. Maybe time is running out. Maybe he's letting you know that this team is not going to win a championship for me. I want a place that I can win a championship. And so with all that in mind, Stephen A. was on first take today, and he said, I got a team. If LeBron James wants to put himself in position to win a championship, get traded to the New York Knicks. 
center stage, Madison Square Garden, the Mecca. You see that defense? You see Tom Thibodeau coaching this defense? Did you see that brother Jalen Brunson and what he does? Do you see Julius Randle and the workhorse that he is? You know Mitchell Robinson's coming back. You know that, right? I've heard. I mean, Hardenstein's a big body active. He's been feeling in admirably since Mitchell Robinson has stepped away. Dante DiVincenzo, that brother's been playing. Thibodeau has got them as the top-rated defensive team since the OG and Anobi trade. LeBron James, there's very few things that are more valuable than Tinseltown, La La, Los Angeles, California, purple and gold. But if you ever wanted to leave, the New York Knicks got by 11 picks over the next seven years. I'm here for it. You're the Los Angeles Lakers. You need picks. You need personnel, Wendy. You need picks and personnel. Who's the one team that can give you some of that? That's the New York Knicks. And LeBron going from Crypto.com Arena to Madison Square Garden. Yo, bro. LBJ, baby, what's up? It's Orange and Blue Sky, baby. Let me tell you something right now. I know you're a billionaire already, but damn it, that dude Dolan, no, no matter how bad he can be in other areas, you know how to make your money. Kevin Durant made that mistake by not coming to Madison Square Garden. He went to Barclays Center in Brooklyn. LeBron James, what's up? You talk about championship, baby. The Eastern Conference, Giannis and, 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 and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in Boston and Miami with Kendrick Perkins talking about how they should trade Jimmy Butler with his crazy self. You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about Kendrick Perkins being crazy. All of this. LeBron in New York with this team, this defense? Oh, yeah. Now, this comes off of, of course, yesterday, you remember, we were having some fun, and I did my whole, you know, drunk Han. I, I got, you know, too many scotches, and I'm just sitting back playing the, the trade machine, and I come up with crazy trade ideas. And one of them was this, because of that hourglass tweet. What does it mean? Well, maybe he wants out, maybe time's running out. So I just said, boy, what a fit he would be with this current team, the way they play, and all that stuff, right? And he would also look at it with, because you know him, he's always about OPP. He's always down with that. He's always about like looking at situations of where he can win his next championship and the elusive come to New York thing for LeBron throughout his entire career going back to the decision. He just has always avoided playing here as much as he loves the garden and loves and gets the vibe of New York. He he does, trust me. And so I did that yesterday. The K Show picked up on it yesterday. It got around. Uh, Chris Canty talked about it this morning on his national show in the morning. And then we brought it up on Get Up, Monica McNutt and I. Not the Knicks thing, just LeBron and the idea of trading and finding a, a an opportunity for him to win a championship somewhere else. And the Lakers getting a whole bunch of picks and doing a way, having a way to reset oh, <clears throat> excuse me, while LeBron still has a lot of value. Minutes, I mean minutes, after Stephen A. did this. And it went viral, as of course it does. Brian Windhorst got a call from Rich Paul. (laughs) And Rich Paul, who obviously represents LeBron. And Brian Windhorst then put a story up on ESPN.com with quotes from Rich Paul that essentially say, LeBron won't be traded and we aren't asking to be. And so I had Wendy on the show earlier and asked him, what made Rich Paul call you? I don't know exactly why Rich wanted this on the record now. He contacted me. I do know that tomorrow the Lakers are playing in New York and the, and the Knicks are red hot international TV game. And I believe that Rich is in New York. And, you know, I know that there's been this long standing 
hold war or whatever you want to say between, you know, Leon Rose and Rich. They were partners and Rich left him and, you know, took LeBron and other clients. And that was obviously an issue when they were, you know, competing as agent as uh, became competing as agent. And, you know, I think, you know, Rich is in New York with his client. And I think he shows up at, if he shows up at the garden tomorrow, people might freak out. So I think it was partially Rich just wanting to shut it down on the record with his name attached to it to make it clear that there was no nothing afoot with the trade deadline a few days away. I think all of those things played into it, other than the fact that I think it's just true. I think that that's not going to happen. So there's your wet blanket. It was fun for a minute, but it's completely taken away once again. So fine. We didn't believe it really. Like you didn't really believe it, believe it. But it allows you to dream about it. Like, what if, though? And would LeBron ever want to do this? And how come he's never wanted to play? Like, he's he's always appreciated the energy of this building. He's talked about it many times. But yet he's never taken that step to come here. And I, I've always called it the heaviest jersey in the league. He's never taken that step to do it. And so... Brian Windhorst, who again, who has known LeBron since he's in high school, who has covered him extensively and certainly knows the league very well. And I just, and, and Wendy and I were there in all the different hotels and everything else throughout that summer, chasing him around the country uh, during the whole thing, dur- all the way up until the decision. You remember that show that he did and all that stuff. We were there. We did a lot of this work together. And I just said to him, "So this is the to me this is what Rich Paul just did." was bury the idea of LeBron James ever playing in New York. Because this is it. I mean, he's 39. There's no chance that's ever going to happen now. And all these years, you wondered if he ever would do it. And Wendy kind of said, yeah, that this is pretty much it. But he couldn't understand why no stars would ever come here. What I would say to the Knicks fans, while you're looking for the big name to come to New York, I wouldn't necessarily look for a 39-year-old. I'd want a 29-year-old. I felt three years ago. I remember during the pandemic saying, boy, when the pandemic lifts, the Knicks are going to be... I can't explain why star players have not wanted to be on the Knicks. If you want an example of why people want to come to New York, look at what's going on with Jalen. Although he's very oddly undervalued. My instincts are that this is not... This natural order will be restored. That people will want to play in the biggest media market at the Garden where even a little bit of success, you know, carries you for a lifetime but I thought that years ago so I don't think LeBron has any regrets about how he handled his career when he chose against the Knicks in 2010 it was obviously the right decision when he went back to Cleveland it was obviously the right decision and he's now gone to the Lakers and had a great run there and got a championship I don't think he has any regrets about it and I think he wants to live the rest of his life in Los Angeles and he wants to make the 51 million dollars next year but I do think that the Knicks horizon is infinite I think that they're 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 an incredibly intriguing team this year especially if they can wiggle their way to that number two seat you know it really opens up a lot of possibilities all right so the end of LeBron but how about that line that he said there and don't just dismiss that the the Knicks horizon is infinite he's talking about of course the fact that the core of this team is in their 20s and that they still have a ton of draft picks and some other capital that they could trade at some point he talked about a white whale that is still ahead but I asked him to name them he refused to do it because he's smart he knows if he names some names that that becomes viral and he doesn't want to be part of that but he, he certainly continues to speculate the idea that th- they are in place, in play, to attract a star and add to this team in the future. And that leads me to this question, because as I've told you, we, we, we used to, in our old studio, we had a, a huge mural. And I had tweeted this out, and I tweeted out again um, that once, and this is when we first moved in, 
to that. And it was in like the, the I guess about 20, God, what was it? Like 2012, 2012, 2012 right? Area, you know? yeah. yeah. Right. And they, they, so they put this mural up in the newsroom and the mural had, it had um, Eli Manning. It had uh, Carmelo Anthony and Amari Stoudemire. And it had uh, Derek Jeter. That's the mural. And that felt like those are the biggest stars, sports stars in New York at the time. Well, obviously, they're all gone, moved on. They're not playing anymore. And in 2018, I asked people, like, oh, so who do you replace them on the mural? The, the, the replies I got to that were hilarious because some of the names you're like, my God, that didn't work out. You would have torn that mural, mural down pretty quickly. But we could play that game again now, can't we? Would you put Jalen Brunson on that mural? If you're putting a new one up in the new studio, I think Aaron Judge is the obvious one that you're, you're – Garrett Cole, like, remember, there were two Knicks there. I gave you Mello and Amari. I imagine in the middle is Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole. Like, Dina Han, that, that I think those two are given in the middle, right? They replace Carmelo and Amari. They feel like the biggest stars in this town right now. In the town, right. They are, they are the, they, they can get, right. They're getting a table at Rayo's, right? They are getting whatever they want. They are the ones that, if they go anywhere in the city, they're recognized. One's a Cy Young Award winner. The other one set a, a, a franchise, one of the most famous franchise records in Yankee history. So they're there, 100%. Is Brunson on that? Are we putting Brunson there? Are we ready to do that? Or is it too soon? And who else? Can you put Saquon there? If we don't even know if he's going to be on the Giants after this summer, or one more year? Are they are they franchise tagging him? Are they letting him walk? We don't know. So can you put him there? Here's one. Aaron Rodgers. He is one of the biggest stars, if not the biggest star. Because he transcends sports. Aaron Rodgers, you could I mean, again, Garrett Cole's a great player. Aaron Aaron Judge, great player. They don't transcend sports like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is known outside of sports. For some good, but also some bad. But he's still known. And I imagine if he played this year, it would have been different. But he didn't play. So do you put him on the mural? He did promise two more years. Rogers on the mural? Or do you go Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson? Do they even Have they earned their way there yet? You know, sauce. It's interesting how we've gotten that thin in sports here in New York that we don't even know beyond the obvious ones, which is Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge. Who else are you putting on this mural? 800-919-3776. It's still, like I said, last night was special. It was fun. And what what Brunson did last night as far as fighting through physicality, getting punched in the face, accidentally, yes, but still, you got hit in the face. No call. Some guys would get rattled, frustrated, get out of their heads. They wouldn't be able to play through it. They'd be messed up. It's, again, like that scene from Rocky, you know? No, 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 he's not getting killed. He's getting mad. That's what happened with him last night. And his team responded with him. And it happened against Colin Sexton and the Jazz two nights before that. When the beginning of the game, Colin Sexton walked into the game like, oh, I see all your press clippings. Oh, I see what they're all saying about you, unstoppable. I'm going to beat you up. You're a smaller guard. I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to take you on. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to shut you down. I'm going to get in your head. And he was talking to him, trash talking him the first couple of minutes of the game. 
And Brunson didn't do a thing. It was Dante DiVincenzo that saw it, his Villanova buddy, and he said, oh, 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 it's like that, huh? And he went after Sexton. And it just woke the whole team up, and they got mad, and they took it out on the Jazz and blew him off the court. So you're seeing it's not just a singular star just doing it by himself. This is a star whose teammates respond to him. That's not a star. That's a leader. And you love the moment last night that I was fortunate to be part of, which really all I did was hold the microphone. But he, the content did all the work. And Brunson, as he got emotional when we talked about his first all-star appearance and what it meant to him and him hearing the crowd chanting his name and chanting MVP after just an emotional comeback win like that, the only obvious thing to ask him to get actual words out of him instead of just the tears that came, which was really a, a great, again, a special moment. But I had to get something out of him. Say something. And he didn't want to talk about himself. So, okay, tell me about the team around you. And what he said is why I think the Knicks are a team that everyone in this city can easily fall in love with. So we kept fighting, man. I mean, no matter what, we're going to keep fighting. That's what we do. Don't keep fighting every single night. That's what we do. Especially here, man. This place is unbelievable. Yeah, and it was an unbelievable night last night. 800-919-3776 is the number, and so many of you still want to talk about it with me. So let's do it as we continue Han Solo. We got your calls next. Barton Han, 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Han Solo with you. This was fun today. Bart will be back with us on Monday. 800-919-3776, the number. Uh, K-Show coming up top of the hour. And by the way, don't forget to wish Michael K a happy birthday. Yes, the K-ster. Uh, Bill Bradley's going to join the the guys, um, 345, the senator. We'll see what he thinks. I'd love – because 
those 70s teams were they they played beautiful basketball they were part of the city game that whole era there and a lot of the old heads i wasn't old enough to see it but those who tell me say they played the right way the unselfishness the passing their defense all the things that you just loved it was one night it was a different you know player who started he didn't have to be one guy um they were they weren't worried about their stats and so i would wonder i wonder if if the guys could ask the senator like, does he see a lot of the ten, a lot of what they were in this current team with with these players and the way they play? Because it is a lot different than think than anything we've seen before, and it's it's as close as I can think of for what people have told me about those teams in the seventies. They also have a lot of the grit and the toughness of the nineties teams, but it's still more like those seventies teams. So, be interesting to see with uh, what Bill Bradley has to say. About that, I want to hear what you guys have to say, though, about everything. And we'll get to calls right now. 800-919-3776. As I said, we had a mural in the other studio. And this is back in the early, you know, like 2012-ish. And it was Mello and Amari. It was Derek Jeter. And it was Eli Manning. Well, they're all obviously no longer playing. So if we have to have a new mural, and I've done this before, but it's been years since we've done it. Who's on it? I mean, obviously, it's got to be Judge and Cole. Is Aaron Rodgers on it? Is is Jalen Brunson on it? Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six, and we go to Sam in Brooklyn. Hey, Sam. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Um, I, I I'm I'm not I, I wasn't just bothered. I was slightly angered by the fact that you didn't include uh, Pete Alonso and uh, and 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 Lindor. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, especially Alonso. I mean, he's only hit the most home runs in the last five years of any major leaguer, okay. right? So, I mean, yep. you, you can't say Brees Hall before before Peter Lazo. I mean, I, I would even say, uh, tell me Panarin before Brees Hall. P- Panarin before Brees Hall? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Especially okay. the kind of season he's having this year. Yeah. The MVP consideration right now. Just put a big, like a big loaf of bread represents him. We can, we can do that. No, but but Sam, that's the whole idea of why I asked the question, right? Is just like like who yeah, do you yeah, think no, belongs I, 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 on it? And you know, it's all the different names. And so Yeah. You know, I mean I mean Alonzo the only question is of course is you put him on the mural not knowing if the Mets are going to keep him after this year. We don't know. But he's played more than but he's played more than four plays than Rogers. No, oh, yeah, you're right about <laughs> you're that. Right no, no. I understand hey. the cachet that Rogers has, but but if you're gonna talk about the impact to New York and yep. New York sports. Right. Uh, you got you to exclude Peter Lazo. All right. But, but again, and Sam, I, I appreciate the call. But as I said, if you're making a mural, it, it's got to be because you're going to be here. And I don't know if he's going to be here. I, I'm sure a lot of Mets fans want him here. It's a story that just I can't – it's got to be a huge story for spring training. It's got to be. But it, th- there's been no commitment beyond this year. And that's something that if you're making a mural, I, I don't know. I, I don't really want to put a guy on a mural that I'm going to have to take down the minute I put it up. Uh, let's continue with your calls. Let's go to Antonio in Brooklyn. Antonio. Solo, what's good, man? You I tell me, what's that? I want to give you accolades on the interview yesterday. Uh, I watched the game at home. I had the TV at full blast. I felt like I was in the garden from the way the crowd's energy my fiance was flipping like you might as well have went to the game so loud the TV. But besides <laughs> the point, the, the Knicks is just on fire. Let LeBron come tomorrow. Let him play. 
Let our team show them how we rolling, how we doing our thing. The chemistry is amazing. It's just really, really dope. You know, being that I'm from Brooklyn all my life, growing up as a Knicks fan since the Bomb Squad era, and to see the games. I'm really right now looking at the game time app thinking, should I purchase the tickets against LeBron tomorrow or wait till we see Boston on the 24th? Ooh. I need your opinion, Solo. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what. I mean, they're both good, but if you're asking me, like, which one is the one I want to see, I want to see the Knicks in Boston. I want to see that. There game. you go. If you can only I'm, pick I'm one. Definitely... If you can only pick yeah, one, Tony. Yeah, like if you can't afford well, I both, I, that that Celtics game because it would give me more time to get OG back. Because I know, like, I, I want to see it. what that looks. I want to see what that looks like. Put him up against Tatum. Let me see what that looks like. Yeah, that's a game that, that that's I another think, one of those litmus test games, man. So maybe you wait after All Star yeah. break. Yeah, yeah. Look at that one. Yeah, I, I think I think I'm gonna go with that one. Not that I can't afford it. I just gotta, you know. Filter the money correctly. No, honestly, you know what hey, I mean? we all we all ball on a budget. We all ball on a budget, man. We know. I totally understand. Right, but uh, if you ask me the like, which because I mean, Lakers come in. There's always some pomp and circumstance, but the sizzle isn't there as much because you know they're struggling and they're all the way over there. It's like eh, you know, but that's Celt- when the Celtics come in. Ooh, yeah, that's a game. Ray in Asheville, Ray. Hey, hey, hey. Yo. I'm solo. It's a pleasure to talk to you, brother. Likewise. Finally, man, I get on a power hour because the last time I tried to do this, Rex Ryan was talking his butt off. Oh, man. But anyway, so- can, 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 I, can, I, can I do a quick shout-out to Bart Scott real quick? Go ahead. Bart, Bart, it's the power hour. 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 Take care of that butthole, brother. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, hey, listen, check it out, man. The Knicks is on fire. I went to go see them in Charlotte, me and my wife. Uh, the last caller stole my thunder a little bit because last night we stayed at home and watched the game, and it was on fire, man. We we were steadily giving up, giving hand fives. I mean, <laughs> the team the, the team just uh, it just needs that one guy off the bench. That that's all we need that one guy off the bench, and it doesn't have to be a Mikhail Bridges. It doesn't have to be everybody talking about LeBron James. Come on now, LeBron James is thirty nine years old. We're not wanting LeBron James. We need somebody that's going to take care of the bucket when Jalen Brunson is sitting on the bench. Mm-hmm. Anyway, brother, hey, you have a great, great weekend. I can't wait for tomorrow. I got a half a gummy ready. Me and my wife is ready. She got her she got her, uh, her um, Kansas City Chiefs outfit for next week, next oh, outfit boy. for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a great, great start of the year, man. Let's go. Wow. Come get some. <laughs> I appreciate it, Ray. He's got the half gummy going just like Mad Dog. He's ready to go. Tom in Lindenhurst. Tom. How you doing? Thanks a lot, Al, for taking a call. Quickly concerning last night's game with Halliburton, I'm surprised they didn't spray his uh, minutes differently just a little bit early in the game and have him play the important minutes in the fourth quarter. I asked that, that question. I asked that question of a couple of people yeah. uh, on the Pacers side because I was the same. I was by their bench, yeah. and I was yeah. like, yeah, like, how are you not – like, you're seeing the lead go away. How are yeah. you not putting this game, guy in the yeah. game? They told me that they're managing the minutes – and you don't play him late because if he sits for a long period of time, the hamstring can tighten up, and they just don't want to re-injure it in stressful minutes. So that's why. Well, we can play a little bit in each of the quarters. Uh, I feel the same way. I agree. But let I me agree. just talk about LeBron really quick. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, didn't he say that he'd like to play with his son before it's all said and done? 
He said he he did say that a couple of years ago, and then recently he has kind of backed off of that because oh, he it puts a lot a of pressure. Bit, on, yeah, yeah, well, here's why it puts a lot of pressure on Bronny because I don't right, know. Well, I don't know if he's going to be ready. This. Like I I think he might yeah. need another year in college. I don't know if he's okay, well, quite let me ready. Say this. Well, you said he likes playing at the uh, the world's most famous arena. It's true. I don't know necessarily that he wants to line Dolan's pockets. I don't particularly think he likes Dolan. Okay, so uh, it'll be interesting if the Knicks happen. And let's just say, let's just dream that the Knicks draft his son. Will he come? <laughs> um, it's a good question. You know? but, but, but 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 I mean, you at like four at like forty forty one years old, Tom. Like that's the only thing is when does it become too late? That That's all I'm saying. When does it become like, okay, it's just too late? Nick in Woodbridge. What's up, Nick? Hey, Alan. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so, one, man, your interview yesterday was just awesome. Um, I, I talked to a couple of my friends, and we've all said the same thing. Hard to admit this, but there was a few of us that had tears in our eyes <laughs> watching this because it's just been such a long road. So, right. kudos to you on the interview. But – Real quick, I don't know if you follow him. He's a big follow. He's got a big following for NBA Twitter, uh, Worldwide Wob. Yeah, uh, Rob of Perez. Yeah, he, he. So Rob posted a video as he does after every Knicks game. Posted mm-hmm. a nine-minute video yesterday, mm-hmm. talking about this win and this team and what it meant to play against the Pacers for Jalen Brunson to get snubbed as the Eastern Conference Player of the Month, which I'm still trying to figure out how that happened. Uh, but it was just a fantastic video, and every Knicks fan that's been following this team for the last 20, 30 years needs to watch that clip because it was just absolutely awesome. So I don't know if you got to see it yet, but definitely, definitely recommend it. Okay. All right. I appreciate it, Nick. Yeah, I know I know Rob, and and, and he's he's actually he's very funny uh, as well as a, a diehard Knicks fan. He has great content. Uh, just to be honest, I haven't had a minute to do anything other than work. Like literally, like (laughs) that's what it's been. There's a lot of people that have sent me text messages. Like I'm almost like Bart today where I have right now 43 missed text messages. I have, I'm in the triple digits on missed emails. I'm that person. I'm I'm so OCD. Like I can't have a red bubble on my phone. It drives me crazy. I can't even have it like on another app that might be just giving me an alert or a notification. I got to go turn that off. I hate the little red bubbles. Those who are iPhone people, you know what I'm talking about. But I have them on my phone right now because it's been nothing but work for the last, you know, several hours. I'll get to all that stuff. So when I get a chance, uh, I'll watch that. Let's go to, um, let's see, Joey's in Staten Island. What's up, Joe? Hey, Han. Hey, Doug. How did that ref feel when uh, oh. Brunson got punched in his face? Oh, my God. And the crowd was on him. <laughs> How do you miss that? Is what I want to know. Like, like I was by, like I said, I was by the Pacers bench, and uh, James Johnson's on that team. He turned around and he's looking at us and other people, and he's like, "How did he miss that?" Like everybody, even the Pacers were like, "How did you miss that?" And that was brutal. And you know what though? He gets reprieve because it happened with two o three on the clock, and so the last two minute report, he it won't be on that to embarrass him about yes. Brunson was smacked. Right, it was punched right, in right. the face, and it wasn't called. He Amazing. Amazing. And he, he gave, and he gave Brunson a call the next one on the way back. Down. Ah, you know he was getting the next damn one. You know yeah, he was getting Yeah, one. yeah. Uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Did you ever see any point guard post up like Brunson? Yes, Mark Jackson. Very good post up point guard. Um, there's oh, been several yeah, really good. Stuff. 
several very good post-up point guards. But the footwork that Jalen has. But Jalen's footwork is, to me, on the elite level for a guard because, like, you're talking about, like, Kevin McHale footwork, where his balance, his quick step, like, there's things that he does that it's almost like he was – as if he was trained to be a center but ended up being a point guard. Right. Right, exactly. You know it's what I mean? Unbelievable. So, yeah. God is electric, man. God is electric. It, it I is. Love it. All right, appreciate you, Joey. Thank you. Uh, these, these calls are great, though. The energy is just awesome. Uh, Josh in Brooklyn. Go ahead, Josh. Hey there. Uh, what's happening, Josh? Hello. Hello. Yeah, it's Jack. Jack. Okay, what's up, Jack? What's up? So I'm on the line with Tansel. I feel honored. Okay. <laughs> So a couple of minutes ago, you were talking about Aaron Rodgers and Saquon Barkley and how they're the kings of New York. Not, I don't know if you said the kings of New York Definitely or the didn't. most recognized of New York. But that, it ticked me off, you know. You have a guy like Jalen Brunson who's bringing New York Knicks basketball back on the map. And when Knicks basketball is rolling, the whole damn city is rolling. Mm-hmm. So you got to put Jalen Brunson, I would put him... Ahead of Aaron Aaron Rodgers, ahead of Aaron Judge, I would put him on the top. He should be the king of New York right uh, now. All right, John. all right. You're, you, like I said, that's why I opened it up. What do you think? Who would you put there? And the one thing that Jack said that's interesting, and somebody else has told me this too, and we don't really acknowledge this as much. So we have, I always say, we have you know two of everything and three hockey teams. So there's always a choice, but. Is there a team in New York that unifies the sports fan base more than the Knicks? Because think about it. The Rangers have to deal with Islander fans and Devils fans, right? So you're split a little bit. The the Yankees, as big as they are, still have the Mets to, to carve into their base. The Jets and Giants, I mean, as much as the Giants are a gigantic fan base, the Jets carve into them. But when the Knicks are winning and playing well, and especially because they play right in the middle of the city. It does feel like it unifies it a lot more. Because, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful at all, I'm really not. The Nets fan base, when it comes to carving it, it, it doesn't. Not nearly as much as the Jets and the Mets do, or the Islanders and Devils do to the Rangers. So it is the one unifier. It is the one thing that you do have that it's almost collectively the entire city does. Almost the entire city does join in. So maybe that is the impact that Jalen Brunson is having here is that finally after many, many, many years, New Yorkers can finally agree on at least one thing. And as I said, even if you're not a Knicks fan, you can't tell me that you don't watch this team and say to yourself, I love the way that team plays. We'll finish up with you calls. We also have a little bit of Bart's not here, but I'll tell you what I can't wait to see because it's a busy sports weekend before the Super Bowl next weekend. So some things for you to watch, which include pickleball. Yeah, I said it. Pickleball. I'll explain. Yeah, man, Bart Scott here, and I tell you guys, you have to check out Sanson Auto Mall for yourself. I mean, it's the largest auto mall in all of New Jersey. You get an opportunity and a chance to choose from almost 2,000 new and pre-owned vehicles across 10 top brands, Nissan, Toyota, Kia, Jeep, Mazda, Hyundai, and more. Sansone works with you to fit within your budget. Credit issues, not a problem. Sansone does it all to get you approved. Sansone works with over 20 
banks so that you can get more financing options. Tell them Bart Scott sent you, and guess what they're going to do? They're going to give you $1,000 off your next vehicle purchase. Sansone Auto Mall is located on Route 1 in Woodbridge. Visit SansoneAuto.com or call 1-800-SANSONE today to get on the road. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So Sebastian Maniscalco, though, he has added a fifth show to his run at Madison Square Garden this September. ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Just scroll down to contest, submit your entry. It's brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Yes, it is Friday. Yes, we all just got paid. And yes, it's the weekend. And normally at this time, it's what Bart Scott can't wait to see. So, I, I mean, there's things that I can't wait to see. It's going to be a busy sports weekend. So it's the last, it's the second to last football Friday of the year. And next year is probably the most impactful football Friday of the year because it's the Super Bowl. So there'll be a lot to prepare for all week. Thursday is the trade deadline for the NBA. So you want to talk about like a show on Friday where everything's going down. That's certainly next week. But this weekend, you do have some stuff. The Pro Bowl has been going on with different events down in Orlando uh, since yesterday. But you you know you get like the good stuff if there is any more with the flag football and all the different like the spectacular catches and if you're into that that's Sunday uh, on ESPN three to six you get the, the the bulk of the day there but tomorrow you get well, tonight actually the NHL All Star Game festivities begin which include the skills tonight and it's in Toronto if you're into hockey. The, I covered the All-Star weekend in Toronto back in 2000, and it was unbelievable. It was a great weekend. But the skill stuff is tonight, and then tomorrow you get the game, you know, the three-on-three game thing that they do, and that's going on uh, at 3 o'clock, all of it on ESPN as well. Then after that, on Saturday night, the Knicks and the Lakers, LeBron James at the Garden, on ABC, that game is, and it's an 8.30 start, by the way. So a little bit later, note the start time, as Bill Pito would always say. And that's at 8.30, ABC. And uh, we have it, of course, as well, here on 98.7 ESPN. And I'm on the call. So if you're in the car or out and about and you want to hear it, you got your boy. I'll be with you there. And as I mentioned, Sunday's the Pro Bowl stuff from 3 to 6 on ESPN. And if you're so inclined, later on that night, Andre Agassi, Steffi Groff, you got John McEnroe and uh, and Sharapova as well are playing pickleball. I mean, you got to watch that, don't you? It's pickleball. And so many people are playing it. But to watch like tennis superstars play pickleball, it's kind of fascinating. It's the second time they're doing it. So what the hell? That's on as well. But busy weekend of sports. And I'm just trying to lay out for you all the things that if you want to, you can go ahead and see. I can't wait to see all that stuff. I can't wait for the K show. That's coming up momentarily. It is Michael K's birthday. They have the Senator Bill Bradley coming on. It's a Friday. All the things for you to enjoy. But one thing I want to say real quick is I appreciate all the messages about the interview last night. All I did was hold the microphone. 
Jalen Brunson was the story. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.